Hey everybody, welcome to the Combo Wombo Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Gimpy, and as always, right next to me is the one, the only, the chip monk. What's up, brother? <laughs> What's happening, bro? I, I did end, end up ordering a pizza right before this, so if there's like a weird edit, Fucking uh, I went down to- <laughs> it's me going down to get that pizza. Uh I yeah, get man. it. I get it. That's cool, dude. I, it's I, Friday uh, here, dude. I'm living it up, bro. I'm, uh, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. You got listen to this fights tonight cr- or what? No, I'm no, just tomorrow, listening. Right? I'm listening to audiobooks. That's all I'm doing. Man, uh, my listening. man's got the night set, man. He got some yeah. candles lit. So got <laughs> candles lit. Some my toes yeah, <laughs> Audiobooks cranked up by oh, imagination, yeah, dude. dude. Got to light some scented candles, dude. Set the right. Get the mood right, dude. Right. Yeah, oh, man. I ended up watching this show, uh, Vox Machina. I don't know. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Makers, it's getting the, some hype the critical right now. roles. Yes. Uh, I don't get the hype, bro. Uh, is, the show is like a solid, I think in it's my opinion. Who made it, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Here's here's my uh, background with it. Like, I never watched Critical Role, and I was just going into it blind. I love uh, Sword and Sorcery. So yes. I was like, all right, I'll go into this, whatever. Uh, I give the show like a solid like 4.5 out of 10. It just, I don't know. It, they try to do too much. There's like, I don't know. I know it's based on like their D&D adventures or whatever. But to me, like, I was like, why is anything in here really happening? Like they start like the first episode, uh, spoilers, like uh, they fight a dragon, which is a pretty big encounter. Uh, I know for D&D. Uh, so it's like, all right, there's some seasoned you think adventure. In a game called Dungeons and Dragons, you'd fight a dragon every now and then, huh? Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, man. So I, I don't know. The, it, I call it the daredevil problem. So daredevil in the show uh, that I, you know are the the comic books. It's hard to go from like fighting like uh, daredevil's kind of like a mid tier superhero, right? So every once in a while he fights like some guys with some powers, but most of the time he's street level. Yes, uh, but like when you film it on TV, it's you want to build up some tension and drama, but it's hard to like build that tension and drama, like with street level thugs where it's like, I just saw this guy fighting a dragon. You expect me to believe he's struggling with some street level thugs. Like this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, it's like a weird daredevil problem where he's like, it's like a above average human level strength, but somehow struggles with regular humans. Like when it, when the story needs it. Uh, and so that's kind of like my whole problem with that is like, they seem to be basically superheroes who can fight a dragon, but then they're like struggling in, in the, a bar tavern brawl. It's, it doesn't make any damn sense, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'd say Daredevil actually solved it. I, I get I get the reasoning, but uh, yeah. the Netflix series did a fantastic job, I thought, of keeping it street level. And uh, even when the stakes were raised, like Daredevil's the only superhero who gets tired in the middle of fights, and like, yeah. like, like his punches <laughs> like, start being weaker. He's like sit down, and, take a breather in the middle of a fight. He's yeah, like hunched yeah, he, over. He famously was hunched over and then looked up because he opened a room that he was hoping there was no guy in, and then there was like four dudes just sitting there watching TV. Like he's like, 
and he goes, <laughs> like he, he has to fight more because he was already yeah. done with it. So I, I think Daredevil does a good job. But yes, you're right. There's something. It's uh, it's like the if if this is a video game podcast, we'll we'll go. You know, you just if you just beat like like a two headed dragon, you shouldn't die to like the street thugs. You know, yeah. <laughs> for sure. For it's sure. like in a video game, like you can only uh, die in a cutscene, but it's like you have Phoenix down every other moment. Just give them Phoenix down, <laughs> right, dude. Like, right. It doesn't make sense. Why are they died? Like it's because right. the plot needs it to happen. I'd say, so. I'd say like if you if you like uh, One Piece it right. So after a big arc in One Piece, you, you like. I'll, I'll take let's say the crocodile arc right because that's something that i'm yeah. guessing most people in one piece have watched right after the crocodile arc you know you just fight the big bad you're exhausted um you're still beat up from that fight so it makes sense that like some lowly sailors would would give you the business you know what i mean yep. <laughs> um, um but in, in these You've rpg through a lot. and stuff <laughs> um you're you're fully healed you know you're ready to rock yep. you know all of a sudden it's like damn this low level sailor just fucked my fuck me super hard you know yeah. pause you know what i mean <laughs> yeah it, so. it just felt like that entire uh the vox machina could have used like a a like a script writer to come back and like rewrite it uh like it i don't know it, it, and then i also feel like there's too many main casts in it that could have cut it in half i, I think that just get rid of like, them right or some it, crazy shit like, like that, that. it's like yeah. eight or nine it's like uh, yeah. And that works when you're like have four hours in a D and D campaign, but like the sh- episodes are only 20 minutes long. And I'm like, yeah, this needs to be like, th- you can basically combine some of the tropes and the characters and it still works. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, give me like, just make it three or four uh, main cast. And that that's all you need. I don't know. Gotcha. This is, you know, and I don't know. My buddy was like telling me like, Oh no, you just, you just got to watch all the critical role, like watch the thousands of hours. Of <laughs> to, be fair, to be fair to your buddy, though, you are a hater. So, I mean, yeah, you know, let's, let's just put that out there right now. It's facts, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it just could have used like a somebody like better also for like the director, whoever was directing them. Because like okay. at some points they're doing like other characters and they'll have like accents and then they'll just stop doing an accent. It's like they forgot <laughs> like what type of character they're doing for somebody like other throwaway character, you know? <laughs> Uh, and I don't know. I, I was like, man, you guys, you couldn't have like hired other voice actors too, man. You guys wanted to keep all the money. Like, this is ridiculous. I know you right. guys, that's what you do professionally, but you know, hire some more people. Like, uh, it's like, I can, or at least like get a better sound engi- engineer in there to like, you know, tune up the voice. It's like, I know that's you, bro. Like, you know, right. pitch it up, pitch it they down, have- like add some treble or bass to the voice. Like it's, so yeah. much you could do. <laughs> I think why it works is they had such they have such an eclectic mix of people who you don't typically see together. Um, so like I mean, it's a definite you know sword and sorcery tale. You know, it's like like a group a ragtag group of people fighting. Yeah, I, I I get it. I get it. So yeah. here's the thing, and, and on the chip scale of of uh, recommendations, four point five out of ten is a yeah. Go ahead, watch it. It's it's everyone else's about six out of ten. I'd say. Yeah, <laughs> you <laughs> probably like it. Like um, I didn't. So, I, I don't know. I think like you and I also kind of suffer from this problem where we like have more of a critical lens for like film and stuff too. Where like yes, we we understand like story plot and pacing and it just to me it felt like somebody should have had they should have had a script doctor come in there because they already have like the entire story laid out but like i would have condensed it down and then half the cast just because of the format it's 20 minutes Uh, if it if you have this many characters you need the show to be an hour long like just so they can all breathe because right now it's just like 
the pacing's all over the place. It's like super hectic. I don't know. That's just is like things complete? you notice. What? Is it complete or is it ongoing? The show, uh, the animation's ongoing, but their story's complete. Like okay. They have, I found this out today because I was like, what the heck? Is it like still going on? Because I looked up the wiki and I was like, no, they have like their end stories already for these characters. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, so it's like, I mean, at least you'll get closure. You'll, you, you know, it, that's kind of, yeah, cool. you, you have closure no matter what on the show. Like if, uh, it doesn't get renewed or whatever it's right. out there. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, man. I, it seems like a pretty epic story from like the wiki, but like, eh. yeah, eh. yeah. You know, you, 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 I get you. I, I get need you. a fast pace. I got no patience for this, man. Right. Right. For sure, man. Dude. What are you putting uh, up to, bro? What bro I, uh, the past eight, ten days or so, I, I was sick. Um, I that saw that, man. You were dying, that went, bro. That went uh, through my through my house, through the kids and wife. Uh, finally got me. It snuck yep. up on me one day, dude. I was I was streaming. All of a sudden, I felt like whore, like just completely You're like this like, is not myself. But you like, had I mean, to know it was coming, right? Like, bro, it's like a switch. I swear. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like. Hey, no, no one's been sick for like a week. I I'm I feel fine. I'm good. Yeah. I'm ready to go. I started streaming one night, and then midway through the stream, like just this wave of sickness just hits me. I'm like, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I do not this? feel good. I do not. And then I, I I was like, okay, I don't feel good. So I like made some tea, and I and I looked, and I took my temperature, and uh, it was like it was like a, a one hundred two point seven. I'm like. That's awfully high. You know? <laughs> it's a bit <laughs> much. And then uh, during the stream, I'm like, okay, whatever. My temperature is climbing. A little. It's, it's, no one, no one gets that high. 103, just chilling. Just, <laughs> just, <laughs> just going, man. which is high for an adult. You know, it's like okay, it's a bit, yeah. All right. So then I uh, spent the next day. I ended the stream early. Spent the next day. I literally slept for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so it seems to be like what my body does as well. Like where it's like yeah. I'm feeling sick and then my body just shuts down, then I wake up and I'm like, that was a whole day gone. Now yeah. what? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh so I spent three do do the, full uh, days in bed. And then Do like, you have that Austin Powers pee when you wake up? You know what I'm talking about? Like where Austin <laughs> no, Powers yeah, gets all that cryogenic freeze and it just yeah. keeps pissing. No, no, I haven't had that in a long time. I think you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I assume I don't know. I, I assume it's just like a <laughs> you just sweat like it a, out. It's like a, yeah, I sweat out all the year. Yeah, exactly. Hundred three, dude. Yeah. <laughs> right. I think I did, dude. I woke up. I was so thirsty. <laughs> um, yeah, this is actually the first coffee I've had in, in like nearly two weeks. So I had to I had to get my my vice of Starbucks. People are like, "Oh, Starbucks is trash." It's the, it's the trash I know. It's the trash I know. Yeah, I needed, needed it's it. a very <laughs> mediocre coffee that you know. Yeah, man. But it's solid. It. You know what you're getting. <laughs> you know who does a decent coffee now as well? Like if we're going big brand, mm. uh, McDonald's. They up their coffee game at some point really? because it used to be dog shit. Yeah, uh, like yeah. you just have like the worst coffee ever, and then like I think somebody got in there, and they're like, "What if we just actually got it good?" And then they're like, "Brilliant! <laughs> Give this yeah, man yeah, a raise." They uh, they legitimately have like a signature coffee brand that they sell in stores now too. Yeah, like, it's, like, a, it's, a, it's it's better than what it was. It's not you know anything. you're still getting fast food coffee, right? Yeah, it's like, you know, yeah, what's but if funny? we're talking about like mediocrity, like what yeah. you know, it's like it's a I, consistent. I actually legitimately enjoy like the gas station coffee. You know, yeah. like uh like a uh, like a French vanilla or whatever, like from yeah. a gas station. There's some weird thing where it's it just is sweet enough 
without added sugar. I don't know, it's man. It's just whatever chemicals thing. they pump into. Yeah, the- yeah, yeah. Right. Whatever that oh. syrup is, that syrup's delicious. <laughs> did you uh, get a chance to see that game I made, the bike and vibe? I did. I did. <laughs> what did you think, man? I, I, I was like, I'm still sick because this is a fever dream, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I put that together like in hopes uh, to make you feel better. Honestly, <laughs> I was like, I want to capture uh, being outside. That, that feeling of wandering around with nowhere to go and nothing to do. So yeah. Yeah, I was yeah, like, I want to make a game where you you bike around and that's it. That's yeah. all you can do. Yeah, I'll put the game up right here for anyone watching. Um, that's, that's the game Chip made where you're bike, biking around. I appreciate the, the consistency that you're pumping stuff out, dude. It's been awesome. Uh, yeah. I, yeah, like, I'm, I've been playing catch up at work since I've missed, some, I missed, missed a bunch of time. Uh, I've been playing catch up there. Uh, gotta get gotta get going on the game dev stuff. Hopefully, I'll do that tonight. Yeah, man. You've been um, sick as well, man. It's hard to do anything. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's kind of the most bullshit, like double edged sword too, because it's like you're like, oh man, uh, I have all this free time, but I don't feel good enough to do anything. Yeah. <laughs> like it was it's to like, the point where I couldn't even like look, move, lift my head up to watch TV, dude. Like, yeah. I, I, it's, yeah. It's wild. Uh, it, this something I always think. This is what I'm more upset about than being sick as an adult, where I'm just like, this is just free time. I can't even fucking do anything. This is, yeah, <laughs> this is the worst. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's annoying. Uh, that that being said, and I, outside of just being sick and not able to really work on anything, I did. Uh, I did revamp my game bible for the stealth game. Uh, oh. I, I got. I, I reached a conclusion. Um, of what type of stealth I wanted to pursue. And it's, it's a type that it's when it, when it was done in splinter cell, I thought that it it was a cop out, but I think because I'm doing using two dimensions, it will work in my favor. Uh, You know, splinter cell called it like active stealth where, and splinter cell conviction where uh, you were basically just causing chaos and you were just killing as many people as you can super quick. Um, Mm -hmm. So the, the idea was yet you're not being silent. You're just killing people so fast that it's still stealthy, you know, active stealth. So what I'm (laughs) I'm doing is I believe I told you I have a, I had a dash mechanic that I was uh, working into it. Um, it was going to be like a. I'll, I'll just tell you the plot here and, and everything. What's going on? So you start Spoilers, off. It's man. it's uh it's in this it's in a school, uh and it, and these three teachers uh kind of take over the school. They're aliens in disguise, um and the school turns out to be a big spaceship and everyone's trying to get the hell out. They're trying to get abduct you basically. So you're trying to escape the school. Uh, to get through it, you have to beat three bosses. Uh, you know, like an English teacher, a gym teacher, and the principal. Uh, you can fight, you have to fight the bosses in, in order. You have to get the key from like the English teacher and to get to the gym and all, all Do you of have that. like any weapons in this or is it just like sneaky puzzle based? Like defeating it's, uh, them? it's sneaky. The da- dashing into an enemy will be your attack. Okay. Um, uh, you cannot take anyone on head on. Uh, mm-hmm. if you do, I'm, I'm making a non failure state for the game. So if you do, you just kind of go back to where yeah, you yeah. were, you'll end up in detention. So you'll, you'll always spawn in like a detention room. And, uh, uh, each time you get caught, the boss that you haven't fought yet gets more powerful. And they'll, okay. be, they'll be capped on, on like their power level, okay. yeah, but yeah. you know, you could, you can make your next boss fight harder. <laughs> Uh, if doing it like i said no failure state it'll you'll just have a harder time getting through the game uh why not the, other go thing, the opposite way man make it easier like if you're already struggling bro why you gotta 
put all this on me, bro. Because because the mechanics is the way to complete the game, and it forces you to get good at the mechanics. So all right, yeah, yeah. So that's the thought. Um, Are you gonna and, try and set it up like the rooms before that? Like, will teach you like the systems you need to beat the boss type of thing. Like the wordless tutorial, as they say. Like, yes, yes. Um, and the other thing is, uh, I I usually hate this in games, but I. Th- think it would work really well for this is the entire game will be will have a time limit Um, so you know the faster you do things you can get out um and it lets me have an escape sequence as well which is uh, which i've always wanted to do and never had to so i I basically have the entire game uh you know written out um boss patterns written out uh um i've been drawing i've I've been doing layouts like the f- entire school layout because like i said it's one big map and you'll yep. just find like pieces to are you get using like the rooms uh, and stuff. grid paper first or are you just going I've, right into that editor and... no i i um i'm using grid paper actually like, i have uh like a big like some a big graph paper thing that i set up and uh i have i have about four designs right now that i have to go back and look to and now that i'm not sick <laughs> see which one like really works for game flow uh boss rooms are set uh there'll be locked doors uh, i figure that um with that and with it being an open environment um i thought it'd be kind of cool to also have uh, at least the first boss roaming the hallways too you know so okay, yeah yeah so Kinda like um, a nemesis type of situation with like resident yeah, evil where it's like yeah that's i just have that i have question marks around that because i'm not sure if i want to pursue it just yet because i like the idea of like, like a new finding uh, character like a hall monitor or something which is like oh a nemesis that's, that's one of the class. enemy types actually is the hall okay. monitor um you need like the penultimate hall monitor the hall boss (laughs) yeah yeah so there's a hall monitor then there's like other like just kind of grunts where they're patrolling or trying to get to you so so like i said i want the dash to be like the main mechanic of the game so that's how you're going to be getting around and 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 it's going to be line of sight and it's going to be uh audio um you walking makes noise and i represent that with like little lines around the character and if the lines overlap a character that means that they could hear you uh you know there'll be visual cones for your your visuals and uh yeah like i said i hope to make it because i think one of the things with stealth games is only a few games do the waiting around and still being fun yeah and for me i always i I thought like outside of metal gear or like the early splinter cells i thought most games like waiting around is the most boring part um but being active and like moving quickly through rooms could be very fun so that's that's what i'm gonna try so i'm you know i gotta i gotta get some mouse to mouse to you know digital paper here and and Start get going but, uh, yeah but yeah like i said mix up it, all our metaphors you're like yeah. mouse to digital paper i'm like yeah get that hammer in there <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's that's where i'm that's where i'm i'm headed I, to and i wish i had done like half of what you've done because like i started making like my game uh, and I kind of have like a, a general idea of like, you know, the resident evil type, uh, and sneaking yes. around. I had like a general idea of like, all right, I know that there's going to be some traversal and some puzzles. Uh, and then like, I started just making the game from that. Yeah. Uh, and so I've made like two floors and then I was like, all right, how am I supposed to like have the connective tissue here <laughs> and like actually add like the puzzles and stuff. Uh, and so then like, I had to like go in and I've like been destroying like the level that I made and like trying to add in the puzzles after the fact I'm like, yeah. Oh, this is kind of, 
this is a lot more work that I made for myself by not doing the work up front. Yeah. And thinking this through. So yeah, I'm uh, making it, um, like I, I chose like, a. It's like a, just one big map, so I'm using like this kind of Met- Metroidvania kind of layout where everything is connected, um, mm-hmm. which which I think from a stealth game, like you're gonna know where things are, and I think from a gameplay sense, each each uh, if 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 I want to expand on it more, I doubt I will, just because like I said, this is supposed to be a smaller project just to get yeah. my feet wet again. But um, I thought I could um, auto generate different rooms. So they'll all be in like all the rooms will spawn in the same area, but when you go into the room, it'll be a different room each run. Yep. So that way you can have some replayability. But yeah, we'll see how far I get. But uh, yeah, man, I like what you're doing too, where you just jump into the engine and you just start doing things. That's what I wanted to avoid because like I I didn't want to like have to restart from scratch. Like I have this engine, I'm getting and, but I have to no that idea where point, it goes. bro. Yeah. I'm getting to like where like I. I broke like my player controller at one point. I'm like, all right, I got to redo this because yeah. like I wanted to add in the uh, puzzle part. So I started working on that like last weekend. Okay. Uh, no, it was the weekend before that. So it was like two weeks ago already. So I started yeah. adding in like the examine feature and stuff like in like a 3d menu. Yes. Uh, and I was like breaking it. And then I was like, shit. All right, whatever. I'll worry about this later. I'm just going to like focus on like the level design, but then I didn't have anything written for the level design. <laughs> so then it's like pulling apart like my levels and like, trying to make something that works. Uh, so then this last weekend, I was like, all right, I just need a break from all this shit. And that's where I made like the, uh, the bike and vibe bike game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. was like, you know, something I could throw together like uh, 12 hours, a couple of days. It's like just a game where you bike around and there sure, is no man. game. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah. I get it. I get it. It's, you gotta, you gotta break away from it, but yeah, man, like I said, I'm, I'm hoping to, I'll have some time uh, tomorrow evening uh to work on something so that's that's the plan just get some game dev done uh i got i got you know just time with family tonight so you know that's yeah. that's that's the plan there um i've been enjoying man. uh peacemaker on hbo max and uh yeah right <laughs> uh peacemaker book of boba fett so i'll watch that me and the wife will hang out and uh tomorrow some game devin uh but yeah man like like let's 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 get into something that i that you brought up yeah that uh i think is is interesting because i will say like the game that i'm working on now like yes there's combat but i wouldn't call it violence yeah so this kind of came up for me when i was watching somebody else talk about like popular games people make and they're like the most everybody just loves violence the most popular games it was kind of remind me of like that early 90s like you know the tipper gore like mm, these Joseph video games yeah <laughs> the, the ruining the children the, look at phantasmagoria all these games are like, uh, you know, pure, pure violence and horribleness. And I was like, yeah, man, this guy's right. What's wrong with me? I need to like come up with, and I had just finished that bike and vibe game where like yeah. you just bike around. And I was like, this, this guy's right. Why is like my first idea to like make violent video games? And then I was like, wait a minute, this just doesn't sound right. Because before that I had just watched a YouTube video about like a YouTuber Asman Golden. He was reacting to like the top played or top selling video games of all times. Uh, and so like I had that knowledge in my head and I was like, wait, the most popular video games aren't violent, dude. <laughs> like, no, so I, no. I, I got the list here and I'll just like run down it real quick is sure. Minecraft, uh, you know, Grand Theft Auto five. Sure. That's definitely violent, but, uh, Tetris, Wii sports, uh, PUBG, super Mario bros, Pokemon's Mario Kart, Wii fit. Uh, and then, the other Tetris game, I guess, <laughs> from Nintendo owned. Uh, but but if sure. you discount games, second yeah. Tetris, it's Pac-Man. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah like I, I would say like PUBG and definitely Grand Theft Auto are violent on that list. But yeah. I mean, cartoony violence, you could say Pokemon and maybe Super Mario Bros. Because they bounce on each other's heads or, you know, nobody was, would call that violent. Yeah. <laughs> like no yeah. one in the right mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, yeah, it, video, video was, games are a you know f- escapist fantasy, really. You know, like yeah. like uh, uh, the fact that you have violent games means nothing, man. That's just a that's just something that's there. Yeah, and these I are like th- the best sellers of all times. Like this is you know 150 million units, 240 million Minecraft games. So like basically, yeah. things installed on everything. Like I don't know. Like people don't. I, I think like it's just it's easy to point at the violent examples because they stand out so much. But I would say those are more an exception than like mainstream what most people want to play. Like most people, like you said, want to escape. They want to enjoy something. They they want to be like a you know a super athlete. They want to like you know <laughs> go super fast and like, we want to do superhuman feats. Like yeah, it's not necessarily about like a uh, m- the murder sims that right <laughs> right. That the now, government would have you think they are. No, it's it's funny you mention that because when I whenever I I start to make uh, a game or I get a game idea, uh, I would say it's hardly ever violent, and if it is, it would be so over the top where no one would classify it as violence. It would be like cartoon violence or absurdist, you know, yeah. where where it's just like like no one in the right mind would think that this was you know anything other than just like an absurdist style of uh of commentary like parody so, <laughs> yeah exactly like, it, go, yeah. it goes into parody because while i while i love like horror movies and stuff if i ever made made like a true horror game uh blood would be dripping from the walls at like all times you know <laughs> like you'd be ripping off people's skin and wearing their skin as like yeah. a costume and stuff where where people are like like it's so much where it just desensitizes you and it just doesn't it's, it's like it doesn't make sense so they made that game it was like called condemned wasn't it <laughs> on, the, on the xbox i don't know if you remember that i do i have, have the same have type condemned of condemned to bloodshot but that whole game i wasn't scared of until you got to the part where there's like mannequins the mannequins threw me it was like the second level too (laughs) yeah and then they just it's throughout the rest of the game too where it's just like you gotta go through like a mazes of mannequins at certain points like it's weird yeah (laughs) but you know like i said it doesn't it nothing really needs to be violent one of the very first games that i've ever made that i'm super proud of was a puzzle game like a traditional like just puzzle game you know like like uh you don't need violence for anything. There's this funny thing where I'm like, where I'm looking at uh, my own games list, you know, like behind me. Uh, yeah. Like, as, like there's definitely a lot of shooters and stuff just because, you know, I played them a lot, like Halos, Half-Lives, stuff like that. But, you know, other than that, it's, uh, there's fighting games, which are, are they violent? Or it's more cartoon violence, I'd say, outside of Mortal Kombat. Even then, that's ridiculous. So over the top, yeah, it gets to parody where you're like ripping spines out, like yeah. blowing uh, fire. Yeah, but then like... I have like shmups and stuff where like Mushihime Samu Futari was, was one of the games back there. Um, and that's, you know, bug, like bug princess fights or whatever the hell. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I don't think that's going to be, <laughs> anyone's going to be yeah. mad at that and be playing that. So, yeah. I think. I, don't, I think it was more of like a, a bigger commentary on just like lazy game design, like mm, especially yeah. for like early game devs where it's like uh, it's so easy to make like a first person shooter, like from a design perspective, like even if it's like 2D where it's like, are you shooting out like a projectile 
Uh, and there's like sure. mostly bullet physics, literally in like every engine video game engine out there. Yes. Uh, yes. And then like, if you create a zombie, it's like, that's the simplest AI. Just, Cause everyone was like, why is everything a zombie? It's like, cause it's so easy to write that AI. It's like, just head towards, you yep. know, use whatever navigation, uh, AI thing that you need and head towards player. That's it. That's all you need yep. to program. Yeah. Uh, yep, yep. So I, I think it's more of a, a bigger commentary. I'm just like, lazy design than it is about like violence where it's like people are just like what's something easy i can throw together from yeah, uh, unity assets <laughs> <laughs> now let me ask you this uh can you give me three non-violent games that you'd say like are your favorites where you think it's good game design and uh like no one in the right mind would call it violent no it's interesting because i i played that dicey dungeon game recently yes yes but there's you know you do damage i don't know like it's hp but I like i wouldn't that. <laughs> yeah, I would like you said like nobody yeah. in their right mind would be like this yeah. is violence uh yeah i don't know there's bike and vibe i just made <laughs> where all you do is bike and vibe dude there's no <laughs> there's no I, violence in that i i'd say off the top of my head in no particular order katamari damacy right yeah. like that game no one in the world would uh, would think that 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 game is violent you know um, creating the universe is out of black holes by rolling up things <laughs> exactly exactly it's ultimate destruction uh and I'll, I'll put a game that has a shooting mechanic one of my favorite puzzle games of all time puzzle bobble or you know, i thought you were gonna say move. portal no, no, no yeah P portal's another one right puzzle game where it's just <laughs> <laughs> not violent at all uh even though you, the Dell deals with death the robot tries to kill you you know <laughs> glados oh, yeah. tries to kill you so you know um uh and then outside of that like if we're, if we're looking like you notice that none of these games are violent but then they're like puzzle aspects typically uh yeah. another another thing i can think of uh like pretty much any platformer really right like mario sonic uh earthworm jim earthworm jim you can shoot people but it's i wouldn't call that violent you know like you're the violence, it's cartoon bro. violence right maybe we've like, just you've just been desensitized by maybe the... it is maybe it is uh, you know I, but i don't think even like games that keep popping up on this pod right when we when we had our big discussion on on um, our old game our new games better than old games you know the games like i popped that popped up right away were like jazz jackrabbit uh micro machines you know sensible mega world man. of soccer mega yep. man no game where mega man is the most violent one out Fast of all of that furious. right you know like, <laughs> like it doesn't like i i would argue that there's less violent games as a whole than there are violent games yeah and they sell way better like so i i don't know i was thinking about this more and more because i've been looking at like uh you know how indie games sell and like there's people who like have breakdowns like based on genre and uh it seems like there's a lot of indie games that end up in just like mindless shooters and I, again i think it's mostly just like that asset flip like quick uh easy sure. to program uh mindset that like creates like a a litany of like really bad games but like nobody's playing them there's just a lot of them. So like it skews like the, the results into like a, a crazy amount where it's like, you know, it's a hundred thousand really bad games. Uh, you know, was it like if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's around to hear, does it make a sound? It's like, if you yeah. make like a ridiculously over the top, uh, gory game that you're like trying to get like clickbait and headlines with, like, and nobody plays it. Like you don't get that strike sand effect of everyone like, Oh, don't look away. Think yes. of the children. Like, yes. uh, I feel like a lot more, games media is actually getting wise to that 
and they're not even giving it like the bad attention anymore. Yeah. 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 This is like a really slow news day that maybe. (laughs) Right. Right. Like when hatred, like I'll bring that game up again, got, got on like on news websites and stuff. It's like the worst game of all time. It's like that game one is trash too. It's just, it's just violent for violence sake. Like, yeah, it seemed like almost like an homage to like the first postal game, which was also just violence for violence sake. Or like the, the same first camera postal game actually has some merit to exist though so that's a that's a, a pretty decent I think, you know I, I think everything has merit to exist like it, it definitely felt like that game was crossing over to satire i'd never bought it but i've watched Hatred? like you know some quick play of the game it seemed like a really badly done like attempt to spoof postal but like make it more edgy more edgy yeah, <laughs> yeah. Think, like, how can we the make, how can we take a, character <laughs> Just, it, it was like a it, it went to like a was it like hot shots part duel or whatever where it's like <laughs> they took like a parody and then they're like what if we made this more hardcore dude it's like no yeah. you missed the point <laughs> it's it's, it's a, that's like what happens when big studios try and be edgy as well right yeah uh remember like like uh what sells right now early 2000s oh let's see everyone likes jackass and tits oh yeah let's uh we do like, like bmx, BMX bike yeah, triple x yeah Dave uh, uh, was uh, the the dodgeball one with the dead or alive volleyball yeah dead or alive extreme beach volleyball yeah that actually has yeah. three games in the, in the series like it was an okay well the, the worst part about it is it was actually a pretty decent life sim game right it's like yeah. it's actually not terrible the blackjack interface was pretty good the volleyball actually they enhanced it in the next in the sequels and wasn't bad you know and i just love that uh the creators of the game were all like no 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 no. this is not a masturbation fantasy it literally has a photo mode in the skimpiest costume the whole time. <laughs> so yeah, i don't know real- what that's there for <laughs> but it's there just in case dude like, yeah you know, right just in post case. this on your facebook or whatever bro yeah yeah <laughs> i don't know yeah it, it, it's weird that like a lot of these like yeah like there was like a weird point where like people are like let's make like let's take something and then like try and make it extreme uh yeah. we'll, we'll, and like their idea of extreme is like add boobs to it which is weird <laughs> Yeah, I, right. I guess they're just looking at like newsflash, people. Boobs exist in life. Like you can go. <laughs> you know? I, I think they're just kind of looking at like the demographics, and then they're like, mm-hmm. "What can we pander to the lowest common denominator of?" Right. And they're like, "It looks like most people that are are buying these games are between like thirteen and thirty male." Let's so literally add- THQs like H. <laughs> <laughs> and they like looked at that and they're like, "How can we? What do what do uh." teens and young adults want and they're like boobs and someone's like all right brilliant it's like you said it's like that like a uh, board meeting like marketing yes. like thinking of like how can we how can we reach these kids uh, yes yes so it's you know i i think i think too we're in the era where we are what like 30 30 years into gaming hitting the mainstream because i'd say like the 80s and the you know, led was part of the boom. Seventies, eighties, definitely boom because the arcades. But nineties, like eighties, and definitely nineties, gaming came home. You need your pizza, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's just like buzzing over there. Uh, let me see where where where's it at? Where are you getting the pizza from? Carboni's, dude. Uh, we were talking about how games have uh, reached their mature. It's been thirty years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games suck ass. <laughs> Chip has the pizza. Bah, 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 bah. Made it, boys. <laughs> we did it. We did it. The pod just got even they, better. <laughs> they didn't notify me or anything, dude. I was just like, there's not like a thing that says had... it's been delivered. The I was like, I'm checking my receipt. I was like, 
I was here, like Scott's like, are you, are you good? I'm like, nah. Chip, Chip, Chip's, uh, Chip's place. Uh, they have to just leave that pizza on the floor outside. So it's it's like, let me see, it's There's eight like degrees a- outside. So someone just like walked by, said, set that pizza on the floor, and said, "Fuck them," and then walked out. <laughs> like, it's they didn't good, call dude. you or anything. They're like, it's You're uh, fine. yeah, it's it's pretty chill, literally. So, <laughs> I don't so yeah, know. yeah. Well, well it was either down there for five minutes or two hours. Who knows? <laughs> but it's yeah, impossible uh, to tell. What, what I was saying was uh, games. You know, and for the most part, really aren't violent the games that sell aren't really violent it's usually just like cartoony and things like that like the the most popular shooter right now is still arguably Fortnite, right in terms of just raw player numbers and that's yeah. like one, one of the most cartoony games of all time like, like you know it doesn't doesn't, doesn't matter you don't need violence there, to sell but... you know yeah i mean, well, I mean yeah, you know, talk international there's still like i would say it's more about like the competitiveness like what makes a good fun competitive multiplayer game but Yes. Uh, yes. I mean, like you can look at like things like flash in the pants, like fall guys where mm-hmm. people are like, Oh, that's, you know, can argue that that's also violent. Like you fall off, but like, is it though? You know, you didn't no yeah. sane person would look at that and be like, this is pure violence, you know? Yeah. yeah. So, so before you uh, left to grab your pizza, um, I asked you uh, some, some of your favorite nonviolent games. I think I asked for a top three. Do you, <laughs> I think we, do we cover as like a, so there's no, your personal vibe. Favorite. <laughs> uh, Tetris is up there. Yeah. Uh, man, you put me on the spot. Can I can mm. I put one on your list? Yeah. All right. What's Lost up? Vikings. The Lost Vikings. Yeah. Is it pretty good? So they're kind of violent though. It's like up there with like Lemmings. Would you consider like <laughs> I would? Uh, is Lemmings violence? It's 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 violent. It's a violence if you make it violent. You know what I mean? It's like it's worms violent. Yeah. Like. Yes, I guess. Right? Tamagotchis. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> These right. pets can die if you don't take care of them. Yeah, man. So I think I think the main thing that we're we're trying to say right now is uh, uh, if you're not in the gaming space, you don't. You, people generalize so much, man. Like they're like, oh yeah, you like you like super violent things. Like it's it's depraved. It's horrible. All video games are no, no, dude. Most yeah. most games are not actually violent. I would say, like, you could also, like, find yourself falling into that trap as well. Like, like I said, the first, when I heard that guy say that, the first thing I wasn't like, uh, no, you're wrong. And I was like, yeah, sounds right. And then I thought about it for, like, a second. And I was like, oh, wait, no, that's completely wrong. <laughs> like, but, like yeah, I just kind of, like, took it at face value because I was like, oh. You know, true, I was like, wait, true. no. So, uh, so I, I, think, I would also, uh, like, say, like, when you're uh, designing a game, too, it's, like, it's good to keep that in mind that, like, the most popular, best-selling things aren't mindless zombie shooters. So like, just take a second uh, when you're like thinking about like, if you're designing a game or making something from the ground up and be like, how can I make this like uh, interesting and fun and compelling? I uh, maybe like what, how can I add competitive elements to this? If I'm going to have it online or not, like, you know, all those type of things uh, are, are what you should think about. Don't be like, Oh, what's, what's out there. How can I do like the, the quickest, uh asset flip turn a dollar uh (laughs) type of thing for sure for sure yeah man i think i think uh you know with with the advent of indie games and stuff like that where we're getting to the point where yes oversaturation but you'll you see that gameplay wins out i think that's the main thing gameplay uh you know storytelling and i would say like usually it's not violent stories (laughs) i don't know maybe this is also like one of those things where like don't take it at face value like I do, but 
from based on my limited amount of research, it just it doesn't really seem viable like for like a, a way to carve out a living also like just like being like a indie game dev like that's it that's all i'm gonna do like uh it's an extremely competitive market that's like i don't know they're calling it like what the uh the indie apocalypse <laughs> yeah so yeah. Uh, we're still in it yep <laughs> yeah we're still we're still in i think they're saying something like 120 130 games a day are getting dropped on steam a lot of them are like quick flips uh <laughs> stolen assets like yes. all kinds of Yes. random weird stuff uh but so it's hard to stand out from that noise um uh, i don't know man it's it's tough it's hard it's hard uh to do and it's also hard to like carve out a niche it's hard to build up a, a following like i don't know it's i i feel like uh be careful like, I've, I've noticed like the rise of like weird like charlatans as well like on youtube like trying to sell you like a course they're like, oh, it's we can make money quick right now. Like, yeah, you know, making games are easy. Like, how how to get money from publishers and stuff. And it's like, some publishers will like offer you like a couple hundred bucks, maybe a thousand, to like own your your game, your idea, yeah. like your yep. IP, like own everything. <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. But then, like, I don't know. It was like uh, another YouTuber I was watching who was like, my game got. I think it was like 400,000 downloads and I got no money from it because the publisher just took his money yeah, and like went out yeah. of business. And they're like, oh, what, what can you do? Yeah. That's, you know, it's, we, we are in the indie apocalypse, but uh, yeah, man, it, it is, it's not all violence. Uh, you know, there's definitely shysters out there, but I think let's just get back to the core topic here. Um, you know, we're not games aren't violent. You know, like yeah. definitely violent games exist, but for the most part, the ones that are popular, the ones that most people are playing are not violent. And I think yeah. that, you know, if you want to stand out above like all the noise that's going on right yeah. now, like in the indie yeah. space, like you yeah. got to find something that's like fun, interesting, like compelling. Like you said, like yeah. gameplay is going to win out. Yep. But like if you like box yourself into like the simplest, easiest thing that you can do, uh, like you're not going to win out. Like unless you like really like, I guess you could get lucky, right? Like it's. What a lot of yeah. people are selling you is like get the, the lottery scratch that you yeah, gotta be yeah. win it big like on this uh flip and it's like bro no <laughs> like, true true yeah man I think that's the that's the main takeaway here just uh you know a lot of people try and put you in a box to try and generalize the medium we love but the medium we love is is mainstream now we are like years ago there'd be you know people shunned in a in a back room where no one talked about them. like oh those are the those are the gamers you know it's like no yeah. it's not like that anymore everyone plays games um violent or not it's here to stay and uh you know generalizations are just that you know like it doesn't mean a damn thing it's not typically not true so uh and it's like it's it don't limit yourself either like it's you're literally in a space of infinite possibilities like don't be like what's everyone else doing what's been done be like you literally any i mean look at like a rocket league where it's like big cars like shooting soccer balls into nets dude like that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. Don't, be like, don't be like, oh, what can I do that's like simple and easy? Like, <laughs> right, right. Uh, it's like you literally have an empty space where you can build anything that you are like can imagine, you yeah. know, if you have like enough time and energy. And, uh, yeah. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's hard to do, uh, but it's super fun and, and rewarding to do as well. So, yeah, yeah. Huh. Long story short, we are the creators and, uh, you know, you just make whatever your, your you know, heart wants. That's all it yeah, is, man. man. Uh, but yeah, dude, I think we'll uh, we'll end it here. Uh, let's right, eat be your a little, pizza before little it gets short, all cold. Get this pizza, you know. Oh, I had right. one uh, bold prediction for this week, okay. and I want to get it off my chest. Okay, uh, because we are the podcast that predicts the future. Yes. I'm going to say this year 
2022, uh, Nintendo is going to team up with a car manufacturer to make a Nintendo car. The fuck? That's, what <laughs> right. that's, that's where right. that's where the puck's going, dude. If you just, I know it sounds right, crazy, right. but if you understand Nintendo and like the history of Japan, you'd be like, and the I'm I'm basically more on like the chip shortage. Sure. I'm thinking they're gonna have to like have, uh, so Nintendo always has like a skunk works where they're coming yes. up with something interesting, but yes. they also have a dying technology branch. So they look at like technologies that are dying that they can get on cheap. To like make this, where they came up with the idea for the light gun, right? So they found out like a uh, light diodes were like super cheap. So they bought up a ton of them and they're like, how can we turn this into something we can sell to people? So okay. I'm thinking they have like warehouses somewhere just full of like five to seven year old like chip technology. And they're going to come out with like some sort of normal ass car with like Nintendo branding on it with a partnership with like another big, you know, Japanese car manufacturer uh, just <laughs> because they have the chips. And I don't think they're going to sell for like, you know, quiet partnership to sell them chips. I think they're going to want to team up and they're going to want to put their branding on it uh, just so they can charge more of a premium for an old product. They're like, everything in this car is five years old. Why are you charging us full prices? Like, you're going to hit. Because it has a Mario on it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So that's, right. my, that's my bold prediction is the, you know, everyone's talking about like who, who it's, uh, you know, Nintendo going to buy up, what's Sony going to buy up and uh, Nintendo you know, quietly making a car. <laughs> Nintendo quietly and making a car against, against Tesla. Okay, all right. Man. I don't say it was an electric right. car. They're just making a car. Dude. A car. Okay, okay, all right. It's on, it's on, it's on record. All it's right, on man. record, dude. Like when they do it here in a few months, the people are like, damn, they were right. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right, guys. Well, that will be the pod for this week. Uh, Sound up in the comments for any nonviolent games that you absolutely love. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys all next week. For uh, Combo Wombo, I'm Mr. Gimpy. That's uh, Chipped Monk. With the pizza. With the pizza, and we're out of here. Take care, everybody. We out.